We will sing to you, Doctor. The universe will sing you to your sleep. This song is ending, but the story never ends. I don't want to go. Welcome to episode 60. 60 freaking episodes already. Brian Lipsitz is on the Skype. How are you, Brian? Good. How are you? I'm great. And G1 is here as uh, this week's superhero for saving our asses. Woohoo! Woohoo! I had someone else scheduled because Mike Volpe was not going to be here this week. And that guy dropped out on me the night before. So oh. G1 is here to save us all. Stepping up. Stepping it up. Like a doctor in his own right. That's right. The Dr. G1. You ever do that? You ever uh, try to think up what your uh, your Time Lord name would be? I already know. What would it be? I'm the teacher. The teacher. I like that. I've tried to get my students to start calling me that. That's nice. And I brought in the sonic the screwdriver and everything, and they should just call me the teacher from now on. I think, I think I'd like mine to be the designer. The designer? Yeah. That's long. No. The designer. I think, like, more than two syllables loses something. Huh? Like, the doctor, the master. I don't like it. Yeah? Although the teacher sounds kind of wussy. I feel, like, I feel like I'm a creator, you know? Can I be the Batman? Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so I started off the show with that clip of uh, the end of David Tennant's run, because that's where I am. I have watched The 11th Hour as my most recent episode, so the first episode of Matt Smith as the yeah. Doctor. And I have to tell you, uh, the, the end of the Tennant stuff, when he and G1 knows like how into this I am now just to go on a quick side off track like I was playing the sonic screwdriver last week and everything or a couple weeks ago and everything and there it is again um but like a proper geek when you get into something that you really like you freaking grab onto it with both hands and almost wring its neck out of life (laughs) just destroy its consciousness and I'm that way with Doctor Who right now everything is Doctor Who for me right now so I, I caught up to the end of the David Tennant run, and I understand why people love David Tennant. Yeah. And it's uh, watching it go from Eccleston to Tennant, I was like, oh, because I really liked Eccleston. Eccleston's still my favorite, I think. Yeah, he's he might be mine, too. He was really, really good, and we've talked about it before, but he was so good at what he did in that dichotomy he was of the Doctor. Easily the, the darkest yeah. Doctor. Uh, Doctor, I really like, the and character. and the switch to David Tennant, it felt like an impression of Eccleston at first, and then he kind of grew into his own Doctor, yeah. and now the switch to Matt Smith feels nothing familiar so far for me. I mean, I've seen the one episode with him so far, and again, I'm like, ugh. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I had that feeling about Tennant, 
So obviously he'll grow on me. Did you ever hear that story about David Tennant? I have no idea if this is true. I might be just making no. Go ahead. Rumor. But um, like when he was in, uh, auditioning to become the next Doctor, mm-hmm. like they were talking to him and talking to him. Like, so have you ever watched Doctor Who at all? And he's like, No, I've never seen any of them. I've never, I don't watch sci-fi or anything like that. And then, uh, like once he had signed his contract mm-hmm. and like they said, Okay, you're the next Doctor. He's like. So you sure? That's it. I'm the next doctor. There's no going back, right? Right. And they're like, yeah. Why? And he just like jumped and went, yes, yes, I'm the doctor. Because he's a huge fan. He's a huge fan. That's funny <laughs> as hell. He always wanted to be a doctor. It was That's like his life funny goal. as hell. So when he said, I don't want to go, he really didn't want to go. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. I, like the, the whole segment at the end of End of Time, and I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything for anybody at this yeah, point because... Was- if you're not caught up to Doctor Who, then I don't know. Like I say this now, even well, though I'm just watching it for the might, first time. Get them into it. Maybe. Um, I, I'm not even <laughs> really giving any huge spoilers away. But when he has that whole segment, they give him a good like 13 minutes of the episode to kind of say goodbye to every character yeah. he's ever encountered. You watch stories get wrapped up. Yeah. And goddamn, like just like the end of season two, I was bawling. The yeah. whole like 15 minutes because you see all these people again. It's like it's the last time they're going to see this doctor version of the doctor. And it's still such a weird thing to grasp that he he still felt like he was dying because that version of him was dying, even though he was going to keep living just with the same memories, but a totally new personality. It's exactly. such a hard thing to grasp. It, There's nothing like it in reality. There isn't. Yeah. No. And even even from. From a conceptual level, it's just such a hard thing to understand. Yeah. And it really is like a form of reincarnation. And how prominent are the memories? Like, I haven't gotten to this point yet, but is Matt Smith's doctor still in love with Rose? Like, granted, they kind of wrote her off. But, like, Eccleston to Tennant, he was. So why not? I guess we're going to find out because supposedly uh, Dave Tennant is coming back with. uh, Oh, so the human, the hybrid one. And uh, Rose. Yeah, they're going to come back for like one episode in the next season. That's apparently. so cool. So we'll find out. Yeah. Because like, granted, he got over the thing of I don't want a companion really quickly. Yeah. But the uh, so many of the emotions carried over from Eccleston into Tennant. So you would assume the same thing would happen. But apparently not. Like Tennant's emotions go into. Yeah. Go into the next month. doctor. Like, why um, wouldn't he still love Rose? I think he get distracted. Yeah, he may <laughs> as, have. as he does. He may have. I mean, I mean, uh, at some point, like in in Matt Smith's run, like for him, he ages two hundred years. Yeah, over the course of like one episode. Oh, really? Yeah, like he just says, "Oh, I got you know, I got distracted, had to do a few other things before I came back." Oh, yeah, during the end of time, right, right when he goes to the Ood, the planet, like he's wearing all the stuff. He was like, oh, no, "I went no, here, I Matt went there." Smith, not oh Matt Smith. Yeah, okay, not Tenet. Oh, so like, like at one point he was like 990 years old, and then the next point he's like a hundred and uh, like 1101 or something like that. Oh my god! Yeah, so like he spent like 200 years just like goofing off at some point. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but the way the character is, even from the first episode of seeing that, he strikes me as that type of character. Type of character. Yeah, so like I, he is goofier and yeah, yeah, and the, they rebuilt the TARDIS and everything. That's all new. Well, they and, do that for every Doctor. Oh, do that? Well, they didn't do it for. They didn't do it for. See, I feel like Eccleston got the shaft because he was almost like a pretenant because they didn't do that in between them either. I don't remember that that well. well I, it's I all, thought they it, did. It's all very recent in my mind. That's why I, I feel I don't think they changed it. 
between the two. Yeah. Because the the regeneration did not destroy the TARDIS like Tenants did. He just changed. I don't remember it. It's been a while since I've seen Nicholson's yeah. end. Nah, it's all right. Um, but the the whole thing, like that the whole end of the end of time thing just killed me, killed me, especially when he said I don't want to go. That yeah. was like, oh, it's and so the thing about him, he's so real. Like the way they write the doctor is so real. It's not like a lot of the Hollywood cliches and stuff. His reactions to things are so human, yeah. even though. And that, that's probably why he's so fascinated with humans and everything. And it's kind of like his planet that he protects. Um, like the outburst he has at the end of end of time when Wilfred's in the thing. And he's like, oh, of course you're in there. And da, da, da. and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to leave you because, yeah. you're, because you're insignificant. <laughs> I can do so much. And that's so human to instead of like the hero just rising above right away, you yeah. see his like little kid self going, damn it, damn it. Yeah. I almost made it through. I almost, and you did this and damn it. And he has a oh, very real that, emotional reaction. He goes, he'll knock four times. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just that like, just, Oh yeah. Everything yeah. just drops in you. Yep. It was done the whole time, so well. The whole time you thought it was the master. Yep. The whole time. And I, I, I love the master. I thought that was like the, the best like tenant, uh, plot line. Yeah. When the master returned and they had, the. Uh, bring on the drums. Oh, yep. That was awesome. It was fantastic. It was so good. It's, it's, yeah. Oh, it ended so well, well for that you know, run. You're going to have a lot to look forward to because uh, the Matt Smith stuff is really good. Yeah. They really upped the production quality. Um, the I can tell. I, although I, the song for the new season, I was like, ugh. I like the new logo though. Yeah. I love the, the new, new logo. The logo is great. But yeah. did they change, like, does the song change throughout Matt Smith's run? Because right now I'm like, ugh. I, I don't remember. I didn't oh, okay. notice it. I, I it didn't just, bother me, so it just kind of washed over uh, me. Oh, it's not The original me. change from uh, Tenants and like they they took the Eccleston theme, which was uh, a re like a modern version of the original stuff, and then when they went to Tenant, they kind of like rocked it up a little bit, yeah. and then when they went to Matt Smith, it's kind of just like Ugh, I don't like it now. They they change a lot of stuff over the series. I mean, yeah. It'll probably change pretty much again, every I'm time sure. the, like the the doctor regenerates. They they use that as an excuse to like change things up, right? And it it feels a lot more like a reboot this time, yeah. like a new, refreshed everything than when the shift went from Eccleston to Tennant. I really do feel like he was just kind of like pre Tennant, and that's what his run is considered. Even though he was so good, he brought it back though. I mean, he was the one that really. Yeah. It, it, you, you kind of need to have that middle person to like do that kind of transition yeah. when a show has been canceled and after such a long history to like trying to bring re, revitalize it. You need I do to- feel like I need to watch the GI Joe movie again because Eccleston is Destro in it. And I didn't even know who Eccleston was when I first watched the movie, but then I researched him after watching the first season of doctor who. And I really liked him in 20 days later. I or, haven't seen that yeah. zombie movies. Ugh. Sorry, man. That's all right. Anyway, Brian, are we boring you yet? Um, what? Huh? I'm in the corner somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian doesn't watch Doctor Who yet, but he will. He will. I know. I know stuff about it, and I know the actors, and I know because I have a shitload of people that I'm friends with that watch it, so I know stuff of it. I just don't know like the specific specific stuff. Yeah. Wait until you get to the episode "Good Man Goes to War." That's a good one too. Okay. I was I was all excited when people told me about Blink, and they were like, "Wait yeah. till Blink," because Blink is awesome. And then I watched, it, I was like, Phew, "Yeah, that was awesome." Yep. Okay, good man goes to war. Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to it. All right, right, let's move off the Doctor Who stuff. 
before we uh, <laughs> bore Brian too much, and I just hear snoring on the other side <laughs> of the Skype. We don't need to do that anymore. Uh, we do have other things to talk about, though, so let's get into it. Yay! Brian, I'll let you go first this week. What are oh, you sweet. geeking out over? Um, of course, I'm still uh, geeking out over Arkham City because it's freaking phenomenal. That was my first one, too. It's <laughs> well, so good. How far are you? Well, <laughs> I have finished the main campaign and a good amount okay. of the side missions. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much at the end of the campaign, and then yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing. Does it um, feel a little short to you? Yeah, a little bit, but not, not like extremely. Once you factor in everything else that's in the game, yeah, so, uh, it's yeah. I mean that, and then I've still got Uncharted Three that's still in the package that I haven't even opened yet. Yeah. <laughs> Which is my next thing to geek out over. The, I know it's going to be awesome. Um, before you move off Arkham, Arkham City yep. real quick, uh, one of the things, I mean, I really like what they're doing with it, but I yep. almost kind of miss the linear go through that Arkham Asylum was. Like, True. I almost felt at times like Arkham City was too big. Everyone wants to do a sandbox game, but it's mm-hmm. not always the best option. Like, it's a cool idea to do a Batman game in a sandbox, and it was cool for Arkham City. But I still almost would have rather preferred a more linear storyline. Yeah, I mean, there's certain parts of Arkham Asylum that I miss. Like, I liked, like you said, the linear type things where you, like, encounter the Scarecrow for the first. Like, there, there, the only thing that really felt like that was the Rachel Ghoul yeah. part was kind of, yeah. like, very cool like that. But, I mean, I don't know. There was a lot of stuff in Arkham Asylum that I didn't feel that they really caught up with but everything else like the mechanics and the graphics and everything is kind of so much better that i kind of have to be like yeah Yeah. i'll let it go (laughs) the only other thing about arkham city that kind of irked me was one of the uh particular set of side missions which was the um what was it the identity theft killer yep have you seen any of those yet Yes, I have. I've done three or four of them i think two or three my biggest issue with them is that playing the game there is no indication that those even exist. Like they introduce you during the story to the first one, but mm-hmm. there are no hints throughout anything else to help you find the others. Yeah. Like the other killers. It's almost like they expect you to go online and find <laughs> the areas. That's what they expect now. You or else you randomly well, stumble yeah. across them I mean, during the city. I'm sure. Have you seen the list of all the Easter eggs that you have to find? There's oh my like God. Yeah. Yeah, like Azriel and like I'm like I would have never come across him if I didn't know. I actually like, bumped into him uh, accidentally the first time and the second time. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of the thing like again, again, there's a secret room, you know, where we, you know, all that stuff. It's like unless you go online, you'd never find the secret that secret um, place. I mean, it, it's it's some of it is kind of ridiculous like that, but yeah, I don't think missions in a game should be that difficult to find without clues. Everything yeah. else provides clues. Why not that? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm still fully inversed in that. And then hopefully once I'm done, I'm going to move on to Uncharted. But Call of Duty's coming out. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, but I think I might wait to Christmas for that. So I don't get, I don't have an, I don't, I don't know. There's too many video games. And so, uh, you don't strike yeah. me as the Call of Duty fan type. Uh, I'm not really, but all my friends pretty much play it. And I played Modern Warfare 2, and then I played whatever the next one was. But I didn't play the last two. Mm-hmm. But um, I a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to play it. And I'm like, eh, I'll probably play it just for the online stuff. Yeah. I don't really – I'm not really into like the the the, the, the single-player stuff. But um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm into video games. And then we got also Marvel Capcom. It's too much video yep. games crap. Yeah. There's a lot of video game <laughs> stuff out right now that's just amazing. 
and then like to try to go back into DC Universe Online now. It's just like ah, so yeah, that's kind of where that's kind of my uh, geek outs, pretty much just video game related. So, all right, got any others or? Um, I don't think so. I think that was pretty much it for geek outs. Yeah. Okay, G one. Uh, I've got two comic book geek outs. Go for it. One is uh, I found a new comic book series that it's a little old that I just started to get into and I've like burned through the first four volumes and I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Um, it's called Lock and Key. Oh, yeah. Have you read well, that? It's fantastic. They were doing a Fox pilot based on it. Yep. They actually aired the Fox pilot at New York Comic Con. Oh, was it good? I didn't see it. Oh. But I, I did share. Sorry, Brian, go ahead. No, I was going to say I heard it's pretty it's pretty accurate and pretty good, but I, no, I haven't seen it either. I did share the trailer for the pilot on the site at oh. one point. I'm going to have to go yeah, back and look for Check it, that out. Because the comic book is fantastic. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's written by uh, Joe Hill. Do you know who that is? I don't. Brian probably does. It, yeah. It, it's it, Oh, you want to say it? <laughs> yeah, I'll say it. it. It's Stephen King's son. No kidding. He's writing under his mother's maiden name. Wow. Or like shortening his middle name or something like that. Hmm. But it's a really, really good story. I mean, it's horror, so you'd, you'd probably hate it, but <laughs> I like it. Possibly. People out there might like well, it. Well, it all depends what kind of horror it is. If it's like psychological thriller, then I can get down with that. It's probably more psychological thriller. Yeah, yeah it's, I, it's, I would say it's, it's pretty more psychological. Much, uh, like the plot is that... Um, these three kids, their father is killed by like a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And um, after his death, they move uh, back to like his family home in Lovecraft, Massachusetts. Right, right. And when they get there, it's this old big like mansion, essentially. And inside, there are all these doors and keys. And if you match the right key with the right door, it gives you a superpower. Really? Yeah. What if you but match it's, the it's, wrong key with the wrong door? It does nothing. Oh, okay. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's pretty interesting. And, and uh, you know, so they're all trying to get these keys, figure out what they do. Do they keep the superpowers? Not if they lose the key. Oh, so the key is actually what powers them? Yeah. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. So like in the, the first... This doesn't sound like horror to me. Well, so... It sounds like awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is a lot of awesome. But um, it's. Uh, the three kids are all kind of messed up. Um, like, oh, their, all right. like when, uh, their dad was killed, like their mom was raped and like the, oh. the oldest son kind of like is dealing with the fact that he, you know, uh, killed one of the people that were attacking his dad. Oh, okay. And the, the middle child is like constantly crippled with like fear and anxiety. I'm kind of bummed the series never got picked up. Yeah. It would have been a fantastic TV series. I don't understand why no one would have picked it up. I, yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you. Sounds interesting. But though. I'm reading it and it's it's awesome. Sweet. So, um, the other geek out I have was I just read uh, Wolverine and the X Men number one. Okay. And it was pretty good. It was you know it was an X Men comic. Yeah. <laughs> it was an X Men comic. Yeah, it know. was an X Men comic. It is yeah. what it was. But in the back, I was looking at this uh, really cool like diagram they have of like all the the cast they're gonna have for that issue, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, look. Chamber's in there. I love Chamber. I wow, Chamber. He, he hasn't been a combo character since, like, the... Forever. Forever. <laughs> I hope they bring him back. Wow. That was, you know... The only, I'm, I'm the only person in America that's excited about that, but... Yeah. I know who he is. I'm just like, all right. Chamber. <laughs> chamber. All right. Cool. Is that it? That's it. All righty. Uh, well, I'm geeking out over Batman Arkham City, too. Like Brian said, it's it's awesome. Uh, but we kind of covered that already. Uh, Infamous Festival of, Festival of Blood. I played through that already, which was pretty cool. It's, uh, I don't know, three or four hours worth of game for 10 bucks. Wow. That's pretty good. 
Yeah. And it does uh, move support is added now for both that and the infamous two game. So that's cool. I haven't tried playing it yet because I actually want to just play it through the traditional way because I enjoy that. Yeah. I'll give it a shot with the move just to see what it's like. But uh, Festival of Blood was cool. And I wondered how it was going to work in the storyline of the infamous two game. And the whole premise of it is that uh, the, the vampires might not even be a real thing. The his friend Zeke is in a bar telling this story to some girl he's trying to pick up. So the, you're playing through the story that Zeke is telling. Oh, so, so it's exaggerated and it's a little bit ridiculous. It could all just be bullshit. Right. And it could all be bullshit. Yeah. So but that was kind of cool just to kind of uh, tie it in. It, it doesn't necessarily have to fit into the story of Infamous 2. It's just a little side thing. And I like the way they set that up. Uh, Uncharted 3, I have started playing. The animation is insane how they do things. Like when you're controlling Nathan, uh, he walks like against near a wall. You'll see him put his arm up and like touch the wall, like kind of like protect himself type thing. Or, oh, I'm going to walk into a wall if I don't just kind of put my hand up yeah so like those little things like that if you walk by a stairwell like he'll put his hand on the rail he changes his running animation going up the stairs he'll do like the more wide-legged run like people do up the stairs like they put so many nuances into the animation like that that make it feel insanely natural to where sometimes like when the cutscenes are playing some of them you're playing through as well so i don't know when I'm supposed to be playing through a cutscene, and when I'm not, so it just like it's it just keeps going. It's not, it's so linear, and your control and it never breaks. It's geniusly done. That's nice. It's a fantastic game so far, and the multiplayer is awesome too. And it's, I, I wish they'd bring some of those little nuances into uh, uh, the the Elder Scrolls games. Yeah, and fall. Well, that's such an expansive game I that know. it's hard to do. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like that's one of the things here. Imagine if they like join forces, like. Naughty Dog took care of the animations for this game that's oh, yeah. being developed by uh, the Elder Scrolls people. and all. That'd, that'd be insane. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And then Bethesda's just like, we're here too. <laughs> 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 we do awesome things as well, so pay attention to us. Uh, but yeah, Uncharted 3 is awesome. And the collector's edition is great. I'm glad I spent the money. The Nathan Drake statue is awesome. The little collectibles that come with it are great. And uh, I got a ton. I keep getting emails from Amazon saying like, oh, here's another code for something else that you have. That's free. <laughs> like enter this in and get uh, the Nathan Drake costume for PlayStation Home that nobody ever uses. <laughs> 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 but I got like a bunch of other uh, downloadable additions for the game itself, too, which is cool. Uh, my next geek out is that Beavis and Butthead are back. And I it agree. has been phenomenal so Hilarious. far. Yeah, I was really worried that they were going to feel dated. But mm-hmm. Mike Judge is awesome, and uh, if they never watched another music video, I'd be okay with that, as long as they keep watching reality television. Yeah, Jersey Shore yeah. and 16 oh, Frank is hilarious. Oh, my God. Like, I've only seen the first two episodes so far, yeah. and they're both insanely funny. The best parts of the show is when they're making fun of reality shows. Yep. It's so good. <laughs> I agree. And you can even see that they're reusing some of the animation from the original show. Yep. Really? Yeah, exactly. They yeah, just when they're watching the uh, the the music videos yep. reality show, they're using the old animation. And I just, feel like uh too because of Mike Judge's issues like uh it, the show got hit hard at one point because of some fan doing something stupid with fire and they made it yep. so that Beavis could never say fire anymore. 
I feel they're making a point for him to do it once an episode now. (laughs) At times it feels wedged in, but it doesn't matter because, you know, people who are longtime fans of the show understand why they're doing it. And it's almost like a big F you like we're going to make Beavis say fire every single episode. Nice. And the last thing about it that's really cool and uh, it's great for Mike Judge is that it used to say MTV's Beavis and Butthead at the intro title. Now it says Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead. Really? Yeah, because he originally he was on Stern recently and he said that he sold the characters of Beavis and Butthead to MTV for 20 grand back when that sale was originally created. He was just happy for someone paying him to do animation because that's what he wanted to do. And that was his first big sale in animation. And uh, he sold the characters for 20 grand. Then when he stopped, it was kind of because he didn't have the freedom he wanted with his characters anymore because he didn't own them. Yeah. But now to get the series back up and started again, he got a lot, at least like 50% of the ownership back. And that's one of the reasons it says Mike judges Beavis and Butthead instead of MTVs. So awesome for him. The series has been amazing since the return. So good. So happy they're back. You like it too, Brian, you said? Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's like they haven't missed a beat. It seems like it's like, I don't know. I was worried, like you, I was worried that it wasn't going to translate well and et cetera, et cetera, to this generation, but it's hilarious. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, my last geek out is not really TV and movie related, but it's actually something I bought off of Think Geek. No. And it is a slush mug, which is not down here right now, but basically it is a, uh, a plastic mug and it has one of those like ice cores from like an ice cream yeah. machine maker mm-hmm. yeah. that fits inside of the mug and you freeze that and you keep that in the freezer and then you just take it out and you slide it in the mug so you don't have your hand around a frozen core oh. and <laughs> uh, you dump basically whatever you want in there to drink and within I don't know 8 to 10 minutes you stir occasionally so it doesn't just become like a block you have slush nice and they were popular years ago but then they kind of fell away and now it's around and that's kind of what I do at night. Like and so I used to just eat garbage at night. Like <laughs> when you're watching TV or watching a movie, you want to have something to eat. Yeah. Yeah. And if I go and make like a slush, I feel like I'm having like junk food, even it's though it's not, really. not that bad for me. Yeah. I mean, if I pour like soda in there or something, yeah, it's, yeah, it's garbage. Like but if you put in like fruit juice or something yeah. and you make a slush out of it, that's that's awesome. See if I had that, I'd just use it with coffee. Oh. <laughs> I don't like coffee though, but <laughs> well, yeah, you could do that. It's, a, it's a be like iced coffee. Well, yeah, and then you get slush. then you get a slush version. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. And it was ten bucks, the slush mug, so it's well worth the price, I think. And I use it like on a daily basis. Yeah, how much is it? How much does it hold? No, how much? How much was it? Ten bucks. Oh, ten bucks. Yeah, must miss that. That's a shitload of money. No, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really it's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love my slush mug. I make slushies. <laughs> Get random cravings for slush puppies. <laughs> I don't know why I'm lisping all of a sudden. I was like, all right. <laughs> that was my singing lisping voice. Uh, but moving on from Gigouts. Oh, freak out! Brian. Do I, is any, Although, either of you... Did you what? go first? No, yeah, Brian went first. Wait, I don't oh, remember. Did I? He went first. Wait. He went first. I can go first this did time I? if you want. Who wants Ooh. to go first? We'll flip for it. <laughs> I'll go first. We'll flip. I'll flip my imaginary coin because Brian can't see it. Oh, 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 G1, you won. Sweet. <laughs> oh, interesting. So I'm actually freaking out about uh, this 21 Jump Street movie. Oh, yeah. I am so pissed about that. Like, 21 Jump Street was like one of the first like shows that I ever started watching as a kid. That yeah. Wasn't animated. Oh, okay. 
You know, I've never seen it. And it, it was it was kind of like a it was really kind of like a, a like a drama more than a comedy. So yeah. it just pissed me off that they're just making fun of it now. Yeah, which I mean they've done with other movies in the past recently. Like and it know, looks horrible too. It does look horrible. <laughs> That's another thing. But no, the original show was uh, this kind of like dark drama about these guys that were going to like high schools to try to cl- like inner city high schools to try to clean them out because yep. they're real with like drugs and violence and sex and all. So kinds it was of more problems. than just Johnny Depp's character. Yeah, it, had, it was a, what Dom DeLuise was in it too. Oh, I don't know, I never saw it. I think it was Dom DeLuise, one of the DeLuise guys. <laughs> it's been a while, right? One of those short, fat guys, kind of. <laughs> and it's pr- it, yeah, and it was probably one of those things where like. If I watch it today, I would probably hate it. Yeah. You know, but my memory of it is so good that I don't want this bastard of a movie to come out. <laughs> well, yeah, that's been happening more and more I lately. And I, I really need to just like let it go. But it's funny because there are all these remakes <laughs> and like the, the movie versions of the TV shows and all that stuff. Everyone's like, ah, it's not a big deal. Not a big deal until it hits something you're into. Yeah. And then you're like, damn it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Like, leave it alone. It's like they were playing roulette and they finally hit my number. Yeah. It had to be 21 Jump Street. I'm sorry. It's all right. Any other freak outs? No, that was really the big one. I'm just... Just, <laughs> just grumbling under your breath. <laughs> Brian? Um, do either of you watch Big Bang Theory? I love it. And I, I know, I know you uh, talked about uh, this on Facebook. I love it. So say what you want, but no, um, no, I, I don't want to. I don't want to start. <laughs> I was going to, but now that you no, go ahead. People, it's dude. It's your freak out. You can say what you want about it. I just am tired of people saying that I would love it, and like I've had numerous friends be like, "You really should watch the show because like this so and so character reminds me of you, or this this character is just like you." And I've caught an episode here and there, and honestly, I just think it. Seems like very lazy writing, and it's got the laugh track annoys me. And it just—I'm sorry, but if you just name random con, oh, uh, Thor issue one forty-one doesn't make you a nerd or a geek. It just seems like they're almost—it—it uh, it doesn't seem like it seems like they're most making fun of the nerds and the geeks, even though I know they're trying to make them seem like they're real people. But it's just—I don't know. I—I I just it annoys the shit out of me, and it, it's just like. Oh, they went to a comic book store. That must mean that. Oh, he's wearing a Flash T-shirt. I, I, I don't know. They're trying to. It's, it's too. And oh, he's got a, a mother who um, he hates that we never see. You know, it's just these like. Uh, it's just very basic sitcom stuff with trying to, to, to. Um, I don't know. Hook the comic book or geek and nerd people, and I, I don't know. I just it annoys the shit out of me that everyone keeps saying I should watch it, and I'm just like. <laughs> I don't want to, and it just looks. It just. I've I've tried it, and it just it, it annoyed me. So I had to go on a rant last night on Facebook, and I apologize. But no, that's fine. I, I mean, <laughs> I I love the show, but, and it's it's hooked me when uh, like the things that some people see as over attempts to do whatever. I just see as that's what my friends would be doing. Like for me, it is like we all wear comic book t shirts. We hang out at the comic book store. We sit around and play video games, and a lot of the jokes that we make end with punchlines that non geeks won't understand. Yeah, and that's what yes. the show feels like to me. So, I mean, uh, you, you just got to keep in mind that the show is not really about geeks; it's really about sex. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> it, it is it, more or less. It really is. Like if you think about it, like it, it's all about sex, and they're just using the whole geek thing as a, a, a pretense. To- it's about an inability for certain guys to connect to women in certain yes. ways. And the, the majority of people who have that issue happen to be geeks. 
So that's the vehicle <laughs> Maybe they it chose. hits too close to home for me. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I think Maybe I, that's it. I think ju- that's just the vehicle that made well, sense to use for what they wanted to do. I can definitely agree with him, though. Like I've had, I've watched, I like the show. Yeah, and cause I got into it because people kept saying, "Oh, you remind me so much of this character, whatever." I'm like, "All right, well, I guess I'll start watching it." And I started watching. I'm like, this is really funny, <laughs> and yet I feel insulted because they yeah. said they reminded me of such a yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did actually. I was like, "Huh, well, damn, I really like that." All yeah. right, well, that's all right. Yeah. People in college used to always tell me that they I reminded them of Dawson, so I don't I didn't know how to feel about that. <laughs> You're the Dawson. I know. I was like, I don't know. I've never seen the show, and I really don't want to watch it to figure out what that means. Yeah. Well, once you get the whole, you remind me of Sheldon Cooper thing a few times, you're like, am I really that egotistical? Well, People right. said Sheldon Cooper? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't see that at all. I, I, I don't, don't even either. hear that at all. See, like, I've, when I know of you, that doesn't seem like but See, right. I, st- I think Sheldon Cooper is one of the greatest TV characters ever created, personally. But I don't see any connection to you with him. I (laughs) I think he's hysterical. I love him. Uh, And I think it's partially because I used to work with uh, autistic children. And even though they've said blatantly that Sheldon is not autistic, he's just Sheldon. He exemplifies so many like Asperger's Asperger's traits that I I think that's funny. Yeah. Because I have so much experience with it. Yes. Um, So I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't know where I, I think I lost my train of thought. Anyway, yeah. that's my uh, that's my rant on that. Um, also, uh, having no power for almost a, well, uh, it was about like five days, yep. and then having no internet until yesterday was fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that's my other geek freak out. Now, did fucking. you did you lose power during that initial hurricane too? Yeah. So you get double whammy. Yeah, it, it was awesome. Not I it, never lost power at all. I think my I clocks reset, and that's it. Yeah, same here. You just live in a crap. You son of a... <laughs> yeah, there's like, there like a crime scene. There's trees all over my yard. There's like branches on power lines. It, it, was, it was a mess. It was just bad. So that's what you get for living. Bazinga! That's what... <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Bazinga! I had to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang up now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to based on the recent rant. Did you have that on your phone already? Or? Oh, no. That's in my sound bag. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I didn't just pull it out of nowhere. I got the bazinga ready. Uh, all right. I'm done. <laughs> now, that I know, now that I know Brian hates Big Bang Theory, it's going to surface a lot oh, more often. <laughs> what if I opened? <laughs> uh, any other freakouts? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, I have a couple. The first of which is iOS 5 for uh, iPhones and iPods yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. The uh, newest operating system. Volpe was freaking out about it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> but now I'm freaking about it too because I, I didn't lose any of my contacts or anything when I did the initial upgrade. But the more I use it, the more I'm seeing little errors here and there and little problems with it. One of which is that I thought the Wi-Fi sync was a great new addition. That you can sync wirelessly on a network to your computer, which is great. For some reason... Uh, mine doesn't quite work correctly. At first, it said I needed to be plugged into power in order to do it. Yeah. And apparently, it decided it didn't need to be plugged into power anymore. And I haven't made any new upgrades, but it just decided it didn't need to be plugged into power. So my iPod was constantly trying to sync all day long. And the only thing I was getting were errors on my iTunes saying that it couldn't sync because of something. So I just woke up one morning and the thing had dead battery because it was trying to sync all night long. So I charged the thing up and I turned off Wi-Fi syncing because it's garbage. Why don't, why don't you just 
Oh, yeah, that, I guess that works. But I mean, what? I was going to say, why don't you just reinstall the uh, previous iOS 4? I just turned it off. The uh, Yeah. Yeah, the Wi-Fi sync. So, I mean, most of my problems I can just turn off, but I don't want to roll it back because all the apps are updating, too, yeah. for iOS 5. But it's the like other, they're not going to support the, no, no. the other versions. Uh, the other thing that sucks about it that's annoying me is that I, I listen to Stern all the time yeah. on here, and I listen to audiobooks, and I listen to podcasts, and all sorts of long-form, not just three-minute song-type things. So those long audio files, when I had iOS 4, I could plug in my iPod, and depending on what I listened to most recently, if I listened to my computer last, it would sync the time up so i would be the exact point i left off on my ipod and vice versa so if i was listening on my ipod i could sync it with my computer and that would jump to where i was i didn't have to like remember time codes or anything i loved that about it for whatever reason with ios 5 priority always goes to my ipod so no matter where i was listening if i listen to my computer last and i plug it in to try and get the ipod synced up time-wise with that one it will backtrack my computer to where I last listened to it on my iPod. So my iPod always takes priority and always backtracks my duration thing. So instead, and it wouldn't be a big deal if it worked in the opposite way and my computer had priority because Mm -hmm. it's easy to change the the time duration on on the the computer. But on the iPod, you can slide and you can't get to the exact second. And it jumps like just taking your finger off jumps like three minutes. It's obnoxious. So that is pissing me off immensely. I don't know. I think I'm done with uh, the whole iPhone. iPod, iPhone. Really? Yeah. yeah, I don't like the iPad at all, and uh, I'm. I have an iPhone 3GS. Yeah. I think the next time I I get one, I'm just gonna go for the uh, Android. Really? Yeah. They've just angered you too much, or no? I just don't think the phones are as impressive anymore. I mean, all right, this the first one. Yeah. Definitely a technical revolution. Well, yeah. But now that everyone's got it. Like other the, people the are doing pad. it better. Other people are doing it better. Some of the Android phones out there are uh, phenomenal, and Honeycomb is it's pretty slick. Yeah. So. Oh, well, what's the what's the new one? Like ice cream sandwich or something stupid like that? I don't know. One of the Android <laughs> OSs they're calling ice cream sandwich. Fantastic. Yeah, I forget where I heard that last, but it just sounds ridiculous. That's good. It'll stick in people's memories. Yeah. <laughs> um. So iOS five is pissing me off. I do have one more freak out, and uh, this one. I, sucks i hate that i have to report this but i had talked about the fact that when we went to new york comic-con we went to a live recording of the nerdist and i was all excited because i got on the show yeah well i'll let them tell you by the way the new york shows uh matt Uh, knows this sorry america the audio file is ruined no yeah i don't know what we we gave it to their tech guy and i guess we didn't think to check it my guy is a tech guy i'm sure it's fine there's a weird metronomic digital audio hit that runs through the entire both shows because they just left the zoom oh the metronome from fucking garage band it's not that it's not an actual metronome but there's there is a there is a steady audio hit Hit. that every second goes dick dick Oh dick, my dick, god, dick! And there's because it's not one frequency. There's no way to pull it out. Well, it is one. It is one frequency, but it happens throughout the show. Like, like it would be very if you could sample that frequency and remove it. I think it would sound weirder. Man, it's that's those a shows bummer. are ruined. So I ran into Tom Lennon uh, yesterday. Uh, Tom was uh, Tom was having lunch with um, with Natasha Legero and uh, and and Duncan and. I told him, and I go, I'm so sorry. There's no, 
nothing I can do. And he goes, you know what we should do? We should, we should, uh, we should transcribe that podcast and then reenact it. For <laughs> <laughs> that's and I said, Tom, idea. that's a great idea, except Ooh. 30 minutes in, we'd be like, what are we still doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's fun for 10 minutes. Because like all, all of it, like the conversation with Gaffigan, yeah, no, it's all- Tom, it's a wash. There's no, it cannot be saved. That is such a bummer. It's a huge bummer. Yeah. Aw. It's a huge bummer. It is a huge bummer. That sucks. Oh. You, you were part of your own lost episode. I know. I got <sighs> So I'll never hear the Tom Lennon one because that was the earlier show. We saw the Gaffigan one, and it was a great show and everything, but I, I was on the Nerdist podcast, and now I won't be on the Nerdist podcast. I was just on a Nerdist live podcast. So um, not only that, but he rescheduled the Northampton show that was supposed to be last week to like November 30th. So uh, they they were saying that the people in New York now feel like the people that were going to the Northampton show. I'm like, I'm in both of those categories <laughs> now. Now, now my show, my Nerdist podcast uh, uh, question or comment will never get heard on that one. And he mentioned the Geek Generation again, which would have spiked listeners again. But you know what? He mentioned it at the con. And that's, you know, pretty much your fan base right there. You're, you're, it's true. 100% of the people there are going to be... Yeah, but how many of those people are actually going to... Well, they get hundreds of thousands of listeners. I got maybe 150 of those. I'm trying to brighten your day. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. <laughs> you all right? You want an ice cream? Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> you want to shoot Mother Mary's shoes? Yeah. <laughs> I want some ice cream. Um, so that's kind of bummer. I'm that's... I'm a little bummed about that. Mm. I almost feel like I should reenact the what what the, <laughs> the question I had asked. I had asked him about Doctor Who as well. That's the other thing. I asked him about Doctor Who. It was a good question, and it'll never be heard because I was the uh, the logo for the Nerdist is that like <laughs> triangle with the like little burst inside of it. Mm-hmm. And in the first episode of the Eccleston season, uh, when he finds Rose, they like run by this door that has like a triangle and like an exclamation point in it. I was like, oh, that made me think of the Nerdist logo. Is that what inspired it? So I asked that and he he said, no, not exactly. It's actually like a sign, like warning for a laser lab. So it's not unique to their podcast, I guess. And the Nerdist thing, even though they've kind of adopted it, it's actually like a laser lab warning sign. But uh, I, I was I was bummed to hear that's, that, and I actually just heard that earlier today because uh, that's on their newest episode from when uh, we're recording. It won't be their newest, but yeah, yeah. Boo! Wah wah wah! So that sucks. But uh, so you won't hear me on the Nerdist podcast, <laughs> and and now. And, you know, actually, come to think of it, I actually sat down with them for like a half hour and they recorded the entire conversation. But you'll never hear any of that. either. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so now I can just say whatever I want, like and pretend. Yeah, because <laughs> no, I don't know any See, different. This is a lesson. Next time that happens, you just have to record it yourself. I should have. I should have. Okay. I should have walked up with my audio recorder and been like, can I record you while you're recording me? This will be just weird. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think that's a good time to take a break before. And, and I'm going to go eat some ice cream and then we'll be right back. <laughs> so, Anna. Yes? Christmas is on the way. It is. It is. Stressful time of year. Yeah. Where do you do most of your Christmas shopping? I do my shopping on Amazon.com because I can do all my shopping from the couch. Really? Well, that's very convenient. It is. It is. It takes the stress out of the holidays. 
Did you know that the Geek Generation is an affiliate of Amazon.com? I did not know that, Rob. You didn't? Well, what you can do to help the Geek Generation is go to www.thegeekgeneration.com, click the Amazon button, which will take you right to Amazon, and when you buy all the Christmas presents that you're going to buy, you'll actually be earning us a commission as well. That sounds too easy. So go to thegeekgeneration.com, use that Amazon.com button, and make us some money while you're doing your Christmas shopping. It's super easy, and if you don't do it, you're a bad friend. Hi, guys. I'm Eddie McClintock. I play Special Agent Pete Latimer on Sci-Fi's Warehouse 13, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. Peace! All right, we are back, and uh, I'm going to do kind of a big announcement here. Ooh, big announcement. And it is partially inspired by G1 in a way. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Are you afraid? I'm very terrified right now. Well, uh, I I am happy to announce the first ever Geeky Awards that will be happening at the end of this year. So screw the Oscars, screw the (laughs) Emmys, and screw Spike's TV video or video game awards, whatever it is. Uh, We're doing it all here, and we're going to do the Geeky Awards. So we're looking for someone to create our award show theme music. <laughs> I don't have a super, I mean, I do a lot of audio stuff here, but my musical abilities are not great. So if you want to create award show theme music for us, you can email an MP3 to podcast at the And I will give you complete credit during the actual award show episode, which should be huge and phenomenal. My goal is to get everybody in here. Like Brian will be actually in here. Um, <laughs> uh, Volpe will be here G1 maybe will come back yeah. uh, Annie, Anna will be here I'll bring back some of the old co-hosts That haven't been on in forever And we'll have a giant And maybe even an audience Granted this is a fairly small room But <laughs> we'll like, make it happen <laughs> We'll make it happen And we will do the, uh, the 2011 Geeky Awards uh, To enter your nominations I've already set up a form on the site so go to thegeekgeneration.com slash awards or using the site navigation, look under the features menu and you'll see a link there as well. We'll be accepting nominations until December 31st, 2011, and the award show will take place sometime in January. So the way it'll work is you guys all nominate who you want for these categories and then we'll take those categories and as a Geek Generation crew kind of choose the winners out of them. So this year it'll be up to us based on your nominations, but who knows where it'll evolve out of that. And we're going to keep it fairly small category-wise this year, even though there are quite a few. And I'm going to go over those a little bit. So, uh, yeah, all these are in the form. If you want to nominate just certain things and not others, that's fine. And please only one nomination per category because <laughs> it doesn't do us any good if you're nominating more than one per category. <laughs> but uh, let's, let's get some music going while we announce the nomination categories. All right. Excitement. Yes, yes, this is the WWE Hall of Fame music, but it doesn't matter because someone will make us awesome theme music for our award show. So announcing, (laughs) this is epic, announcing the movie categories, Uh, movie of the year, so basically best film, movie character of the year is important, best action movie, best comedy movie, best drama movie. Best actor in a movie, so I don't care what kind of movie. It'd be stupid to have actors for all the separate things. Why not just figure out who the best actor of the year is? Best <laughs> actress in a movie. 
Best special effects is certainly a geeky category. Yeah, absolutely. Has to be there. Best movie quote of the past year. Best movie quote. Yeah, so that like one-liner that you're just like, yes! Uh, And movie moment of the year. So that one moment that just kind of sticks in your head. Yeah. We want to hear that too. TV categories. TV show of the year, so that's the overall there. TV character of the year. Best action show, best comedy show. Best cartoon is definitely a necessary one. Best TV actor, best TV actress, and TV moment of the year. Now, does actor and actress include voice actors? Uh, sure. Why not? Sweet. Yeah, I think that's fine. Video game categories. Game of the year. Game character of the year. A lot of these are similar, but that's okay. Sidekick of the year. So that, like, tertiary character... Yeah. It just sticks out in video games because there's so many great ones. Yes. So that's our kind of sidekick of the year. Best action adventure game. Best fighting game. Best sports game. Yes, I'm even throwing sports games in there even though we're the geek generation. Some of us still play the sports games. Best multiplayer. So not just best multiplayer game, but which game has the best multiplayer. Best handheld game. I'm not really... I mean, that could, that could be a DS. That could be... 3DS, that could be... Angry Birds? It could be Angry Birds on your iPhone. (laughs) Yeah, if it's something you can play handheld, then it counts. And then the game moment of the year. So just like all those other things, that moment in games that just sticks out. Yeah. I got a couple. Yeah? They're racking through my brain right now. Of course, you can only nominate one. I know. That's the tough part. I know. So you have to narrow it down. But I are think this al- is. Are we allowed to vote since we're, we're co-hosts? Can we nominate? You mean? That's what I meant. Yeah, Sorry, you can so. nominate. Absolutely. We need. I mean, we might be the only ones doing nominations. <laughs> Sometimes this crowd out there is not as motivated as they should be. But I don't know if 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 nothing can motivate them like this freaking awesome music in the background, <laughs> then I don't know what will. I don't know. I think it's kind of corny. Well, yeah, but that's the beauty of it. Is that not the beauty of it? It is. I love corny award show theme music, and that's what this is, and it gets me motivated, and I want to vote for stuff now. It it just makes me want to vote. So send all your nominations in. Again, thegeekgeneration.com slash awards, and that's how you nominate all the categories of uh, stuff for us to vote on. I'm just enjoying the music. (laughs) It's still got like a minute on it. <laughs> I, I downloaded the long version. What is this like? Just a friggin' loop? Dun, dun, dun. No, well, a little bit. Maybe that's why it's a long version. Maybe yeah. they figured out a way to loop it for yeah. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. We need original music, though. This is Shops, great for the yeah. announcement, but we need original music. Yeah. I've already created a graphic, and actually we have the, the, the stat, not actually statues, but the, um, the Geek Gen character, that dude, he yeah. is now gold on the top of the statue. Oh, really? <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! If you go to the site now, you can see it. You'll see the uh, the little trophies there. It's all it's all awesome. Nice. Everything about this will be amazing. The show will be amazing when it happens. But that's why I want to take nominations until December thirty first too, because yeah. we want to go all the way through the year. We can't do the award show. Oh, music's over. <laughs> uh, we can't do the award show before the year's actually over. Because what if something happens on like the last day of the year? That was super amazing. Yeah. So yeah. Nominate stuff. We want to hear them. Well, actually, that means you should probably give it at least another week after that. Nah. What if it comes out on the 31st, though? They'll have to rush them in that night. (laughs) Yeah, I'm hardcore. I got to cut it off, man. Cut it off. That's That's a deadline. I'm a dictator. I'm a horrible, 
like strict dictator or just a dick, one of the two. Or you could be a tater. <laughs> or I'm a tater. <laughs> I'm either a tater or a dick. I don't know which one yet. Spuds McKenzie. I don't know why that jumped in my head. But is uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna play just random random word association for a while. <laughs> we're gonna go from tater to spud to spuds McKenzie and see how far we can get with it. Uh yeah. I didn't really have anything else planned for this show. That was pretty much it. Oh wow. That big announcement. Dun, 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 dun. That's a big thing. That's gonna be cool. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'd be even more excited if people actually sent in nominations, which I'm worried about. <laughs> I'll, I'll name it a few things. I feel so like I'm I sure set up will. all these big things and then they just don't happen. I can think of probably one for at least all of those categories, except for the sports game. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do for that. <laughs> Mine will probably have WWE before. I was just going to say the same thing. That's the only one I could think of. I think those are the only sports-ish games. I I guess like racing games could be counted in the sports game category. Include Grand Theft Auto? (laughs) Probably (laughs) not. I'm going to go with no. No. Especially based on the car physics. So question. What about shows that ended last last May? Does that still count if they were shows that were TV shows that were only on that like ended last year if they existed at any point during this year then they're okay all right and um like if you're talking about characters obviously you can't nominate the david tennant doctor who because well yeah i know what you mean right so if you say doctor who it's obviously the matt smith version this year I'm trying to think of all the dumb questions people might ask that we can Do field we right now. Can we nominate a show from 1997? <laughs> yes, Brian, you can, if you're an idiot. <laughs> I can't think of any other questions they might have. I, I, I felt like I clarified most things. Yeah. I don't, uh, I mean, I don't character think... could be villain or hero. doesn't matter. How's mm-hmm. the voting going to go? I don't know exactly yet. We might get the staff together and vote that way. Yeah. Or maybe we'll even turn it back to the fans and let them vote. Who knows? Hmm. I haven't totally decided yet because this is all just shooting from the hip. (laughs) I literally finished these categories this morning. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have so much to do. Speaking of I have so much to do, um, I like to do this every now and then and just take a moment out of the show to really appeal to the fans to try and help us. Because I was just thinking of like, all the other shows that are out there and all the other stuff that's out there. And we're not any worse than a lot of that stuff, at least in my mind. (laughs) We could very well be. But uh, think of all the entertainment we provide and all the time I put into it. I spend at least 20 hours a week on Geek Generation stuff. So all I need people to do is go onto iTunes and write a review. When we got like the massive surge of new listeners from Nerdist... Our our show would come up very high on the search results because our traffic spiked yeah. and like skyrocketed up, and now it's kind of vanished again. So even though we've retained a lot of those listeners, if you lose that momentum, things kind of yeah. settle. So if people go on the iTunes and they write the reviews and all that stuff, and they share it with friends, and we get the listenership up again, we're gonna like we all see a result from that and then we can take our show to the next level there are certain people i can't book because i don't have the audience to support their interview yeah Mm -hmm. and i feel weird asking them at times like eddie mcclintock was not going to check my show references yeah (laughs) live at (laughs) comic-con so fortunately i got away with that one but uh yeah so uh, i don't know i i think that would be uh great have you read my review i have it's kind of funny it's quite phenomenal (laughs) <laughs> it is quite phenomenal. 
should, was you should the, all go uh, on there and read my review because it's pretty funny. It was the uh, oh man, I'm it's the one to... that says not G one. Yes, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that made it fairly obvious. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, but I appreciate the reviews. Even I mean, a negative review at least gives us something to mill yeah. over. I'd rather you send that to me in email form, but and we have no listener email or listener mailbag this week because we got nothing. Lame. Nothing aside from Halloween costume submissions, and that gallery should be up by now because yeah. I've already finished editing the pictures and everything. Also, this morning, sweet, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's all I do is I work all weekend. I don't feel like I have much of a weekend anymore. Yeah, because I I come home and I do work all weekend. I do this stuff. I spend my whole Saturday on Geek Gen stuff. I record on Sunday, and I'm usually setting up for the show that morning. It's because you're a dedicated motherfucker. It's because I'm an idiot. That's what I am. Uh, <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> Bazinga. Uh, <laughs> oh, Brian's growling grumble, grumble, over there. Grumble, Mumble, grumble, grumble. Um, but yeah, we don't have uh, like... Bazinga. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't even think like... And I've been thinking about it more. I don't think that I'm even that verbally talented. Like, if you asked me what I was good at, speaking and talking is not something I would have ever thought of. I'm a stuttering motherfucker. And (laughs) my verbal ability is not as good as others. At least I never thought it was. I always had the voice. But my verbal ability was never anything fantastic. The only thing that separates me from other people that do this is that I actually do it. (laughs) <laughs> that's it. That's it. I put the work in, and that's the only thing separating me from people who could potentially have a much better show than I do. Well, sometimes that's all that matters. It's true. Mm. Well, yeah, like all those people who watch Beavis and Butthead, and I was thinking of this earlier. Now it's all coming back into my head. Yeah. Uh, people that watch Beavis and Butthead probably go, well, that's so easy and so simple. But the difference is that Mike Judge did it. Yeah, exactly. And other people are just sitting on their couches going, well, I could have done that. Yeah, but you didn't. Yeah, and that's the only thing separating them, and that's what I'm doing. I'm here. I'm doing it, and I'm doing it for all of you, and a little selfishly for myself. I'm not gonna lie. I'm yeah. trying to get access to certain things and certain people, and uh, I like being known. I, I have a little bit of an egotism that I've said before. Yeah. I like having fans. Leaving the wrestling world left me with no fans, and now you're all I got. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I when my fans step up and do stuff and nominate people for an award show, it makes me feel really appreciated. Are you up to five hundred people on Facebook yet? Uh, I think we're two away. Two away. By the time this show Come drops, on. I don't know, but we're we were like two people away. Hurry now, people. Yeah, yeah. We got to get to five hundred. You could be least. number five hundred. Number five hundred. I feel like maybe we have to do more giveaways soon. Mm. It's a possibility. And I have things to give away. I just don't know. How I'm always trying to devise the best way to do it. That's the problem. Like, I have a Jim Lee Icons book sitting over there. There's a $40 book that I got for free. <laughs> yeah. That I'm more than willing to give away. I'll take it. But I have no one to give it to. <laughs> <laughs> I also have. I I'm have right a, here. I'll walk right out the door with it. <laughs> I have a, a second copy of Infamous 2 that came free with my PS3 oh. that I could give away. Yeah. And it's just sitting there. I, I was thinking of like selling it on eBay or trading it in, but maybe I'll just give it away. It's not like I paid any extra for it. Is it like the physical transportation to the person that's the issue? Not always entirely. I mean, we do have listeners that are global that it becomes more of an issue for. So yeah. sometimes I limit our contests to uh, just the country here when it's not something digital that I can send them that way. Yeah. But 
I, I don't mind paying a few bucks to ship stuff out. Chris Tong won wristbands. I spent the few bucks it cost to send Chris Tong wristbands because he friggin' deserves them. Yeah. So I'm more than willing to do stuff like that. I got money to burn, right? <laughs> I don't spend all my time working every single day to earn dollars so I can support my show that eats away at my money. And don't you feel bad for me now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes review. It takes five seconds. It's all. It's all. Just log on and write good people. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. It's good for listening to with ears. Write that. That's good. I, I feel like I'm just babbling now. Like, there's no direction this show is going into <laughs> nope. at all right now. Where? Yeah. I just want to make sure people have a complete episode this week. So I just go, blah, 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 blah. We could talk about Doctor Who some more. We could talk about Doctor Who, but I think Brian would again <laughs> hang up. Pass out. <laughs> yeah. Or I can just go, uh, computer, I need you to create more content. <laughs> and then I sonic screwdriver that thing until it actually creates content for me. But I don't think that's how it works. This is some screwdriver. Do you have a sonic screwdriver, G1? No, I don't. Why not? Because I'm not a Time Lord. Oh, loser. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Time Lord. I travel through time and dimensions. And Actually, space. I got very few toys for a geek. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't have any like figurines or, or toys like that. Like My brother has... So you, what you're saying is you're less of a loser than I am. No. <laughs> no, because I have way more comic books. Oh, way okay. more comic books. Like I've got maybe you are eyeing my sonic screwdriver with jealousy though. Uh, yes, <laughs> I will not deny that. And I do need a TARDIS still. Yes, you do. I do. Um, what was I saying? Uh, toys, comic, comic, books. Comic, comic books. books. <laughs> yeah, I've got way more comic books. Here. I've got like four bookshelves of comic books. I've got that stack and then I've got some boxes boxed up because I don't plan on living here forever. Uh. I'm like ready to move out again. Really? Of which I could do probably soon. That's good. Yeah. I just got to start looking for a place. Where are you looking? I don't know. I don't want to get too geographically specific on a show that's <laughs> broadcast worldwide and people, people have no idea house. what I'm talking about. Hello. Are you that guy from the Geek Generation? <laughs> Can I be in your show? Actually, hey that'd be pretty awesome. I'd, that'd be I'd, awesome. I'd, be, I'd be pumped. I'd be like, yeah. come on in. Yeah. <laughs> this is my recording studio. Yeah. Uh, here's my uh, sonic screwdriver. <laughs> G1's not here at the moment, but I can call him up. <laughs> With my sonic screwdriver. <laughs> I feel like I should end things here. <laughs> Brian's I feel like, like why are you even ago? talking? <laughs> yeah. Why am I here? No, why just... am I even here? We could start talking about just what's going on in our lives, but I don't think anyone cares. I, I care. Yeah. All right. So it's just me. Right. I got nothing going on in my life right now. Anyway, this is what I got going on. That's another thing, people. I can't even find time to like go on a date because all I do is geek generation stuff. Not like I could find anyone to go on a date with anyway. Yeah, but. <laughs> I'm dating Doctor Who. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna stop this now. Is this like is ridiculous. Just getting really here. This is horrible. <laughs> this is just bad. All right, I, I'm just blabbling, blabbling. What? Uh, I was gonna consider editing out the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's still a possibility. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, episode 60. We're, we're done. So go to uh, uh, final thoughts or anything you want to plug G1. I got nothing. Brian? Um, hopefully there'll be another episode. Maybe not. Uh, I always check out Graphically Speaking on Twitter at uh, Twitter at Graphic Speaking and on thegeekgeneration.com slash Graphically Speaking. Bazinga. 
you mother. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, don't edit that out. That was perfect. Nope, that was great. All right, if you want to check out our site and actually get those nominations in, go to thegeekgeneration.com. Again, for the actual nominations, it's geek, uh, thegeekgeneration.com slash awards. Please, please, please rate the show and write a review on iTunes. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you'd like us to discuss, send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on Twitter, or leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. If you'd like to submit an article to the site or an audio file to the show, send those to guests at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site is also on our site. So uh, we're going to get the hell out of here. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Later. Poof. <laughs> wow. Wow.